Welcome to the For Men Only podcast, where we want to encourage, instruct, and challenge you to be the best man you can become. Hey guys, welcome to another For Men Only podcast. My name is Pastor Brant, and we are excited to be sharing these things with you guys, and we encourage you to um, share these podcasts or Tell other guys about it, and we know it'll help them, it'll instruct them, and challenge and encourage them all at the same time. And I think it's good that we men help each other to be men and to act like men, you know, during difficult and challenging times that we're in. And this one is called The End of the World. And I know so many people right now, well, I guess for many years, you know, um, can be very fearful or struggle with this idea, you know, is is the world going to end soon, you know? Will the ozone layer have so many holes in it, it'll resemble Swiss cheese, or it will all suffer hideous consequences from UV rays, or, you know, will global warming cause such a meltdown that the Earth will, you know, once again be flooded, or will human beings end up just blowing each other up to smithereens? You know, will someone, you know, in a bad state of mind press the wrong button and and boom, you know, we wake up with the worst sunburn of our lives. You know, will pollution or garbage or poisons simply overrun the earth? Perhaps volcanoes or hurricanes, tornadoes will put the earth into a state of unrepairable chaos. Maybe this pandemic is a sign of the end times. You know, people have been concerned about these things for as long as I can remember. Even as a young boy, I remember, you know, movies or people talking about the end of the world. And with, and with it always came a good dose of anxiety and fear. But I think what we need to realize is that this, you know, stuff has been happening for, you know, thousands of years and bad stuff too. So in this podcast, I'd like to address this issue and put the rest the fears and anxieties that so many people seem to have. You know, as believers in Christ, we don't have to be afraid about the end times as it were, you know, God has written specific instructions as to what is going to happen. And we don't have to guess or speculate or be anxious about the things that will happen. We don't have to be, you know, fearful concerning these events. In Luke chapter 21, uh, in verse 7 to 11, let me read this. And it says, And they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when this is about to occur? And Jesus said, Be on your guard. Be careful that you are not led astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time is at hand, but do not go out after them. And when you hear of wars and insurrections, disturbances, disorder, and confusion, do not become alarmed and panic-stricken and terrified, for all this must take place first, but the end will not come immediately. Then he told them, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be mighty and violent earthquakes and in various places, famines, pestilences, plagues, malignant and contagious or infectious epidemic diseases, which are deadly and devastating. Talk about happening that right now. And there will be sites of terror, great signs from the heaven. And so, you know, all these things are happening and have been happening for actually thousands of years. It's not new and will continue. But he says, do not be terrified. Do not be terrified. I love that. And that's a command, not a suggestion. 
You know, if we are afraid, it's by our own choice. You know, many are overly concerned with what will happen on the earth. But we don't have to be concerned. We are to just instead trust God and walk with him. And, you know, it's all going to work out. Uh, verse 25, he says, And there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars upon the earth. There will be distress, trouble, and anguish. Nations in bewilderment and perplexity, without resources, left wanting and embarrassed, in doubt, not knowing which way to turn. Men swooning away or expiring with fear and dread and apprehension. And listen to this, an, expecta an expectation of the things that are coming on the world. And I think, isn't that, isn't that kind of what a lot of people are feeling, sensing? They're disturbed about it in mind and spirit and heart. But, you know, scientists have done years of study, spent millions of tax dollars to find out, you know, just who or what the problem is. And guess what they found out? That man is the problem and the cause for all their trouble. You know, I could have told them that for free. Um, you know, I'm persuaded that there's, that there's not anything really to be concerned with. God created the world and he gave us the ability to handle whatever would happen. The earth is going to handle it. The atmosphere is going to handle it. And I don't think God made a mistake. I don't think he got up one day, well, you know, God doesn't sleep, and say like, wow, oh, rats, you know, I blew it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't think about this enough. I didn't, I didn't look after it. I, oh, rats, man's going to destroy what I've created. But that's not true. In 2 Peter chapter 3, you know, prevailing attitudes during these last time, Peter said that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own desires, and saying, hey, where is the promise of Jesus' coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning. So, and I think that's happening. A lot of people say, hey, we've been around a long time. You know, is there a God? I don't think so. You know, if he was, why isn't he here? With all the troubles that are going on, with all the problems going on, how come he's not here? And, you know, and I prayed and I never got any answered and any answers. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people, you know, looking and wondering and they're perplexed or confused. And so this underlining anxiety or fear, you know, that people believe bad things are going to happen. And when we see bad things, we often think, well, the end has come. And so even now, you, know, you can, you know, watch TV and there's, it just seems to be a ton of dramas about, you know, the apocalyptic nature of the apocalyptic, the end time kind of nature. There's zombies, there's diseases, there's, you know, evil things, there's bad stuff happening. And, you know, and even unbelieving people are starting to think, hey, we are in the end times. But I can't say that for sure. And I don't think anybody can. What we do need to remember is that things have been this way for a long time. And they're not going to be changed except by the word of God. We still have winter, summer, cold, heat, seed time, harvest. The earth has been through countless wars, disasters, explosions, nuclear bombs, man-made and so-called natural disasters, floods, fires, earthquakes, tornadoes, tsunamis, hurricanes. Yes, even pandemics. And still it remains. The earth is a powerful creation. And God made it to last. In 2 Peter 3, 5, he says then, they deliberately forget, and I think this is what a lot of people do, they forget that God made the heavens by the word of his command, and he brought the earth from the water and surrounded it with water by the word of his command. You know, when God puts something in place, it can't be moved. 
In Psalm 33, verse 6, he said, By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all their hosts by the breath of his mouth. He spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. So there you go, folks. It's Nothing's changing. The worlds were framed by the word of God. And until God says something's going to change, nothing's changing. It's impossible for the world to change because it's been set in order by the word of God. Unless someone has more say in it than God, it will stay put. His word lasts forever. It endures forever. And puny human devices will not change that. Now, you can bet your very life on it. God's word is the final authority in life. We must also make it the final authority in our lives. Depend on it. It will not fail you. We don't have to fear when we can rest in God's unchanging eternal word. Activists, environmentalists, fear mongers, uh, conspiracy theorists, and so on, spend an inordinate amount of time trying to, you know, save everything and trying to, you know, circumvent the future. And, you know, they're doing everything they can to, like, alert everyone. You know, the end is near, you know. The truth is, is that people are the most precious commodity, not the earth. So while we're trying to save the earth, let's remember that we're supposed to not kill the babies. People are most precious. And God's not going to destroy that or the people. So let's not get caught up on saving the earth, but forgetting the more important things in life, which are reaching people. How does it all end up? 2 Peter 3 verse 6 says, By the same word, the present heavens and earth are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. How is the end going to happen? It says by fire. God's kind of fire, to be exact. Not nuclear fire, not atomic bombs, not wars. Great power that's coming that God's going to make it happen. We can put all our fears to rest. The world's not ending by a nuclear explosion. God holds everything together. It's also possible that the earth will not be destroyed, but rather changed. You could think, why would God destroy one of his best creations? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think change will come, but it's also possible that it's not total annihilation, as some suppose. And if everything does burn up, it's only for the purpose of making room for a new heaven and a new earth. 2 Peter 3.10 says, But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. On that day, the heavens will pass away with a loud noise. The elements will burn and be dissolved, and the earth and the works on it will be disclosed. It's interesting to note that this fire that God is going to release one day is actually a testing, changing fire. A lot of people um, predict the end of the age, but you know only God knows the day and the hour. Even Jesus said, I don't know the day and the hour. Could it be that spiritual fire that tests the metal of everything will be there on earth? It could be a literal fire that burns up everything to make way for the new. Yes, we don't really know. But if you look into the Greek and the word elements here, that Greek word means a couple of things. It can mean basic principles, and it can also mean elemental forces, even spiritual forces. You know, when we usually think elements, we think of, you know, DNA and and, uh, you know, the, the, the table with the periodic table and all that kind of stuff. But maybe it is the fire that comes and burns up the spiritual things. I don't know. There's some different ways to look at it. I'm not saying I know. I'm just giving you the word of God. And then verse 11 says, Since 
All these things are to be destroyed in this manner. It is clear what sort of people that you should be in holy conduct and godliness. Therefore, verse 14, while you wait for these things, it is going to happen, make every effort to be found at peace with him without spot or blemish. See, our goal is to stay close to God, stay connected to God, stay in godliness and holiness, doing our best, helping people when we can, living in excellence everywhere we go to everybody that we meet. And we are to stay ready. Something is going to happen. We just don't know when and we don't really know what. And in verse 12, it says, as you wait for and earnestly desire the coming of the day of the Lord. I like that. Earnestly desire this day. It seems to me that there are many people trying to stop that day. And here Peter says, earnestly desire that day. And for me, I think that's great. I earnestly desire that God would come back and take control over the earth and the atmosphere once again. So we are supposed to look forward to this day of burning. That's probably not in everybody's to-do list or wish list. But does a Christian have to be concerned with this kind of fire? No. But based on this promise, we wait for a new heavens, we wait for a new earth where righteousness will dwell. It's probably that things will change, a new earth, a new heaven will come. That which doesn't belong will be put aside or put wherever it's supposed to go. But know this, Christian, know this, saint, that we're not called to suffer wrath. We're not called to be burned. Our lot is to walk with God, and our future is good. So we don't need to give heed to the doom, the doomsayers, the fearful, the worried, the anxious, the conspiracy theorists always looking for something like that. Their fears have taken control, but you know what? We are delivered from all fear and anxiety. The world will last. The earth will not fall apart. And it's only going to happen as God says it will. So our task is to walk close to God, win people for the Lord, and realize that God is not a man that lies. What God says is true. You can bet your life on it. So I want to close by saying, don't be fearful. Don't be worried. Don't be anxious about the end. Don't be afraid of the unknown. Man, don't let anxiety or worry weigh you down or trouble you. It doesn't matter what people are saying. It doesn't matter what you see on the news. It doesn't matter what's going on out there. It doesn't matter how many bad things happen. God is still in control, and he always will be in control. So I would encourage you to keep your faith, keep your trust in him at all times. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts and minds and carry this and create the atmosphere in our homes, in our families, and in our workplaces. And I'm going to end there and just pray for you, men. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Father, I pray for every man that listens to this podcast. I, I break every fear. I break every anxiety. I break everything that's maybe coming against their minds, their hearts, their spirit, trying to wear them down, break them down. And Lord, I pray strength for them right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Let faith arise. Let trust arise. And let them have a faith in you, Lord, that you are in control. And as long as they stay close to you, Lord, things are going to work out. It doesn't matter what happens around them. It's all going to work out. Amen. So God bless, guys. Have a great day. Have a great week. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Share it with a friend or a family member and get the word out there. 
If you would like some more content, please join our Facebook page, Four Men Only, or subscribe to the newsletter, which is on the Faith Alive Family Church's website, fasc.ca, and click the link. Now let's become the men God has called us to be.